Hey y'all, welcome back to my garage. About a couple of weeks ago, I had reviewed a cigar, a Toronto Exodus Gold 1959, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. And also read a couple of stories to you in the first episode, one by Miss Carol Moore, who did Patrick's homework, and another children's story, Round Bird Can't Fly, by Miss Leah McAndrews. And so, had some listeners, um, and they uh, they gave me some feedback. Said they wanted some more. So uh, here it is, a couple of weeks later, and I, I was needing a cigar. It'd been a couple of weeks, and I thought, well, shoot, I'll just go out and uh, enjoy this thing. And while I'm while I'm in, while I'm doing this, then I'll I'll just uh, have another podcast. Uh, so here we are. Um, so in between the last couple of weeks, I've had some email correspondence with the. Uh, a uh, young lady, Leah McAndrews, out in California. She's uh, she's an artist and a uh, as well as an author. She does some really really beautiful work. Uh, if you can go out to her Facebook, uh, you can see some of her paintings. Um, you'll see some uh, constellation type renderings of uh, nebula, uh, and uh, she has a really good eye for color. I recommend you go out and take a look. Um, so she enjoyed the podcast, um, the first episode, and she said, well, I've got a painting out there which is uh, kind of a story from my childhood, and uh, I'd be interested to see or to hear what your rendering would be on, on that picture. So I went out and I looked at it. Very, very interesting piece. Um, it's called Lonely Girl and the Carousel Waltz, and, and it was written around the... Uh, the the orchestral piece uh, Carousel Waltz and I listened to it it's uh, very intricate and uh, and I enjoyed it I'm I'm not a classical or symphony type music person but of all the pieces I've heard that's probably the best I think I've ever ever enjoyed um, so uh, it's uh, it was used in for her to, uh, to to build this painting and I think it's like a four by five foot canvas. Uh, so what I'm looking at on the internet, I, I, honestly, I can't, I, I can tell you right now, I can't see the finer details that she has in the, this painting, but uh, everything that, that I can see is uh, is done up really, really well. Um, so I thought, well, shoot, I, I, I can do something with this. So I spent a, about a day and, and uh, gathering my thoughts and put it down on paper and, and uh, believe it or not, I kind of wrote a little story myself. I'm no author, but... Uh, with a, with a painting like this that had so much in it, said there's plenty I could talk about, so I kind of wrote a little story on my own. So uh, I asked uh, Miss McAndrews um, if I could uh, could uh, just kind of go off the cuff with it. She said, roll. And uh, so here I am. And I'm enjoying a cigar. Let me tell you about it. It is a Drew Estates Factory Smokes Sweets. Uh, the shape is a Toro, which is a 52 ring gauge, and the length is uh, uh, 6 inches. Now, 52 ring gauge is about the size of my thumb. A little bit uh, bigger in diameter than the one I had last week. Um, it is a, it's a flavored cigar. Uh, Drew Estates is very good with developing... Um, stuff out of the norm. They're, they're not your usual cigar company and you'll find a lot of infused flavors 
Um, if you're a new cigar smoker, I'd recommend you uh, maybe look at some of Drew Estate stuff. A little bit of a trivia as well. A couple of years ago, or maybe it was sooner, uh, Swisher Sweets ended up buying uh, Drew Estates. And uh, so they're now paired up. And uh, the, uh, the cigar I'm smoking here today, I've got about maybe an inch down on it. The, the tip or the cap, um, uh, instead of a cut, I plugged it uh, so I could enjoy more of that flavor that's infused into it. It's sweet. It's not overpowering. Um, in fact, I'll go here to the Cigar International site where I buy these things. Now I buy these in like a 20-pack. This is kind of a staple staple cigar. So I got a tug on it a little bit. It'll go out. Um, so they're about, probably about $2 a piece. So, so occasionally you get one that may not burn quite so well. Um, I had one the other day that just would not stay lit at all. So I just, just tossed it and fired up another one. No big deal. Um, so here's what they say about the factory smoked sweets. The flavor is sweet without being overwhelming, offering up a mouth-watering profile of crisp tobacco, creamy coffee, and hints of vanilla, top-shelf flavors without the high price tag. I pretty much agree with all that. The, uh, the spice bar, which is uh, um, kind of tells you know how, how spicy a cigar is going to be um, as far as strength, is kind of right in the middle. Um, it's not, not too bold and not really too mild. I like a little bit more flavor in a cigar, but I think, uh, anybody starting out might, might enjoy these. I think the women, uh, that smoke cigars that I know, um, my wife in particular, she likes the sweeter cigars and she enjoys all the Drew Estates. And, and so, uh, this is, this is one of her favorites as well. It is creamy. Um, it's it's not too bold. It doesn't have uh, that toasted flavor of a of a darker cigar. Um, the wrapper is kind of medium uh, between dark and, and light. Um, it may may be a sun grown uh, type wrapper. Uh, they say you get a lot more flavor out of the wrapper than any other part of the cigar. Um, so if you see one that's really Kind of dark on the outside, that one's probably going to be a little spicy. And if you like them a little less spicy, then you look for uh, maybe a little blonder, blonder wrapping. But this one's nice. It's kind of in the middle. Nice and creamy. So, um, let's talk a little bit about Leah McAndrew's picture here. Uh, you should really go out to her Facebook and look at it, but I'll, I'll describe it. Um, what I'm seeing here looks to be a, a, a farm property out in California uh, where she was raised at. In the background, back in the back, are some, uh, some mountains. It's like trees are cropping out on them. And uh, coming forward, there is a farmhouse. It looks to be on the top of the hill back in the back of the valley. And uh, it looks like the sunlight's kind of catching it in the late afternoon getting towards the evening kind of like that twilight period i guess right before that maybe not so dark and uh it's uh, it's got a road coming down from the farmhouse down into the valley and to the right it looks to be 
a crop, maybe maybe it's vineyards. I I uh, when I had some correspondence with her earlier, I didn't really find out what was what was on the uh, the property as far as uh, as cropland, but uh, it could very well be a vineyard. Uh, and the road winds down into the valley. Looks like you got some grassland and some uh, and some just just pasture there, and uh, pretty pretty hilly property. Uh, the road comes through, and and of all things, as you come forward, there is a carousel, and like from a carnival or a circus, um, which uh, corresponds with the uh, the song that it was written with was the uh, is the carousel waltz, and. Uh, as the road comes forward, you can see uh, a lot of uh, a lot of farm animals and, and wildlife. You got a you got a dog looks like he's uh, jumping, chasing a cricket or grasshopper, uh, butterfly maybe, and a couple of sheep there. They uh, they look to be dorsets or maybe fine wool if you know your farm uh, farm agriculture and animals. And a, a very nice picture of a horse. Uh, could be an Appaloosa paint. Uh, she did a really nice job on this horse. Horses are so difficult to draw because they got all these oblong features to them, long legs, long neck, and it's, it's hard to get the aspect ratio on these things right, but she, she nailed it. <clears throat> Out to the left there, we've got a, uh, <coughs> got a dead tree, and looks like down on the bottom, there's a, looks to be a squirrel. Now, this is, uh, I'm looking at a, a, a rendering of the picture on my laptop so I can't really tell it's so small whether it's a squirrel or, or a rabbit for for practical purposes we'll just say it's a squirrel here and she'll, she'll probably correct me at some point and then uh, up on the tops top branches of this dead tree is a bobcat now this bobcat's got a saddle on it and uh, Leah informed me she did that just to be just to be honoring no no particular reason but uh, anyway so she she got a little bit of a comical attitude to herself as well and then uh, up in the sky there we got a uh, we got an eagle looks like he flew in uh, from maybe some other hills or something doesn't look like he belongs there but he's kind of looking at all this activity down below and just enjoying the the uh, late afternoon sky. And then down to the bottom right, we have Miss Leah. She's sitting on a on an outcropping there, uh, looking out over the valley and the carousel and the, the farm animals and wildlife, and just just enjoying herself. She might even be listening to the carousel waltz and some headphones. But anyway, nicely done picture. It's got a lot of <clears throat> a lot of color, <coughs> a lot of creativity in it. You got some clouds, a little bit of. A little bit of blue sky in the background. Nicely done. Nicely done. Yeah, this is garb. A lot of times they'll get hot on you if you if you tug on them too much. Um, they say every like thirty seconds or so is about right for for taking a draw. Um, if you pull on them too hard the, and it starts getting a little bit warm on your lips, then you know back off and let it sit for a little bit. And sometimes they do go out and you have to relight them. But but uh, I'm enjoying this one. It's, it's quite creamy and, and uh, not mellow, but kind of right in the middle. All right. Okay, so I wrote this story. And 
I've never done anything like this before, so I'll probably screw it up. So you're welcome to laugh at me or or, or whatever. Uh, but just uh, sit back and enjoy it, and uh, I'm going to give it a go. Leah loved the farm and the wide open spaces without fences. She would spend the day exploring the valley and the hills. The farm animals would graze and bed down for an afternoon as they pleased. Along with abundant wildlife, there was a horse named Nathan and two sheep. Can't believe I did that. And one named Batholomew. And the other, well, that's Earl. Earl has one eye, looks up at two o'clock, and the other down at seven o'clock. His tongue hangs out to one side or the other, but he's always smiling. Still, others don't pay him any difference. So this is the way it was just about every day. However, Leah occasionally did get lonely on the farm because it was very far from town where her friends lived. She tried to think of ways to entice them and others to come out and visit. She thought and thought. Then one day, an advertisement in the paper, a carnival looking to give away one of their old carousels being replaced by another one. Leah was enticed. She could put the carousel in the middle of the valley and have it open all the time for her friends and others to enjoy. Then she and the animals would have company over all the time. Leah called and the carnival people were happy to give her the old sturdy carousel. Give it a good home. And so the next morning the truck came and the men started putting the carousel together. Leah sat and watched on the hilltop near the old dead tree, listening to the carousel waltz in her headphones, thinking how wonderful it will be to have her friends in the valley enjoying the carousel. All the activity was stirring up some curiosity with the wildlife, but the farm animals hadn't noticed. They were content grazing and doing farm animal things. A bobcat, Leah named Bob, climbed high up in the tree to get a better look. Soaring up above, an eagle flew in to watch what was going on, which startled a squirrel. Now the squirrel thought for sure this eagle was circling for him, so he makes a dead run for the tree, but climbing no higher than a couple of branches, he looks up in the top and sees the bobcat. Now neither the eagle nor the bobcat would even notice the squirrel as they were too busy watching the, the people assemble the carousel down in the valley. Nevertheless, Mr. Squirrel was upset. So upset, he was chattering fiercely, and the dead branch he was on was rattling against the others. Now, the farm animals wouldn't hardly notice the men working, but when another animal is in distress, then that means something is wrong, so immediately they became aware and concerned. And so the farm animals came together from their distances in the valley to discuss what was going on. What is all this? Batholomew demanded as he gawked at the new apparatus and the squirrel making all the racket in the tree. Nathan being the intellectual equine type, I think she's building a fence and she's going to separate us. They watched for a moment in silence. Then Batholomew shrugged. Well, if she's going to put up a fence, then we the sheep should be in the grass field, and you, the horse, can stay out in the pasture. Nathan sharply replied, 
Horses only eat grass. Sheep, on the other hand, are accustomed to eating weeds and whatever. In fact, the other day, I saw Earl eating a throwed-out paper cup. Bartholomew looked at Earl. Earl looked back, giggling for no apparent reason. <laughs> Bartholomew responded to Nathan blankly. I got nothing for that one. Well, you leave those big piles of stuff everywhere, and that doesn't need to be in the grass fields. Nathan retorted, It's those piles that make the grass so green and taste so good. Bartholomew looked ill. I did not need to know that. A few more moments went by watching the men work and the squirrel of distress, and they all decided, well, we need to go talk to Miss Lee up on the hill. Now the squirrel is busting with anxiety. He couldn't jump to the ground because the eagle would get him, and he couldn't climb higher in the tree because the bobcat was up there. So all he was thinking was, when she leaves, I leave. <laughs> I do think I'm going to have to relight this one anyway. Uh, this is a very consistent cigar. Um, it kind of stays the same way all the way through. Now, others I've smoked in the past, um, I take them all the way down to about the uh, where the band is. Now, about the band, um, what's etiquette here? Is it leave the band on or take it off? Well, I kind of wondered about that in the beginning, and then I found out later that most people leave the band on. So, so you can... Uh, Kind of look at the cigar and take it all in, and other people can other people can see what you're smoking too. And it kind of gives you a measure where you usually stop at. So, so I just leave it on, and I think most other people do too. But uh, it is consistent; it doesn't change much, and uh, that's that's really important. A lot of cigars, some of the spicier ones, I'll I'll start get about halfway through, and it just it starts getting a little bit sour and. And the question is, is, is how long do you know how long to smoke a cigar? And, well, it's when you get tired of it, then it's okay to throw it away. does not matter. It could be an inch down. could be all the way down almost to the cap. So don't burn your mustache. Okay. Earl, Bartholomew, and Nathan make their way to live. Whom was content listening to her song and watching the men all day, she cordially obliged their concerns. No, she exclaimed, you have it all wrong. We are making an amusement park for the people that will come and enjoy it. They will ride the carousel while listening to the carousel waltz, and you, the farm animals, will be the main attraction at the petting zoo. They will scratch you behind the ears and feed you treats all day long. Bartholomew looked at Nathan. Well, that isn't what we thought at all. Nathan replied, That's actually fantastic. What do you think, Earl? They looked at Earl. <laughs> and then they looked at the squirrel. Branches still rattling fiercely. Poor squirrel. See, now not knowing the details, we sometimes begin to make things up in our own minds. We get ourselves worked up, 
And then we work up others around us over something that really wasn't real in the first place. That's called a red herring. Now content, the farm animals begin to make their way back. After a bit, Nathan's eyes get big and stops in his tracks. What if she's bringing in pigs? Then Bartholomew's eyes get big. Then Earl, <laughs> he doesn't care. <laughs> All right. Well, that was fun. And the cigar was certainly nice as well. I don't get to get out and enjoy one very often, but this uh, doing this podcast thing has been pretty nice. I can get out in the garage and fire up the heater for a little bit and get it warm and then uh, then uh, cut it off so it's not so noisy and, and then uh, just sit out here and enjoy a cigar with you and a cold cup of coffee. That's how I like to pair them up. Well... You guys have a great rest of your day, and uh, I'll be talking to you later. Bye now.